I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Roe. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. I always cut the line, but never my opinion. You may be the word on the street, but I'm the talk of the town. <gasps> oh, you guys. That's, uh... <gasps> yes, with that 
sultry voice. I am here <laughs> for this episode already. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 132, and I am so excited to be joined once again on the People's People's Couch alternate location. Mm, we're off-siting it today. Yes, we are by none other than Gibson Johns, managing editor at AOL Entertainment and proud Bravo-holic and the star of BravoCon himself. You know, you are just making me blush over here. <laughs> Signs that is hardly delivered. the case, but you know, I will be there. Um, can we just take a moment to say it's Thursday night, the day before. It's Christmas Eve. It's, it's the equivalent of Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve if Christmas Eve was like nothing but stress. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about we've had stressful weeks. And you know what? This weekend is not going to be the reprieve that we usually get. Right. It is. It's like different when you're working it, participating in it, than like attending. And I feel anxiety. <laughs> anxiety. I need dream. to go to every single there minute be wine of every in single there. thing. But I also have to be, you know, we're we're talking to people, we're interviewing people, we're yeah. we're moderating. It's it's a lot. So tell the people night before Erev BravoCon, as my Hebrews call it, <laughs> day before, tell the folks. So you are moderating two yes. panels, which is huge. So on Saturday, I'm doing one of the housewife to housewife panels, which is one of the crossover. We have Melissa Gorga from Jersey, oh, Giselle and Ashley from Potomac, dead. and Emily from OC. That's a really good panel. It's a good one, right? Like, it's it's a good mix, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's called Housewife to Housewife? Housewife to Housewife with a two. Like, Adorable. You know, it's yeah, we're cute. hip. We're cool. Yeah, so well, I think it's going to be, you know, I'm going to ask them questions. They're going to ask each other questions. It's going to be fun. And oh my so God. that's on Saturday afternoon. And then... First thing Sunday morning, 10.30, I'm doing Stir the Pot with Teresa and Dolores, which is just like, I mean, it's what (laughs) dreams are made of. Oh, my God. With fabulous, best-selling author, (laughs) Teresa. Yeah. It's going to be half cooking segment. I was going to say, are they going to make marinara? We're apparently making like Not really. some Sunday sauce on for the first half on um, on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Total sidebar. Am I remembering the right thing? <clears throat> Wait, what do, what is this? Is this even from Housewives? I've lost my brain where they were making marinara, but you can't. Yeah, no, wasn't it the Judice's, Judice's, Judice's where you can make marinara, but you can't stir it if you're like on your lady times? Yeah, that was like, was that very, that was really Early. That it's was like season bell. one or season yeah. two. There, Joe there's, said there's it. Rules there. there are rules there. There are. So you yeah. guys are going to make. So I think we're we're cooking something. It's a little bit, you know, it's up in the air right now. <laughs> but uh, and then the second half, we'll just sit down and eat it. Stir the pot, you know, <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> so I have a question for you. What are you as a Bravo-holic looking forward to most? I think it's always just really fun to be in the same place as everyone who mm. loves what you love. Yeah. And I, I, cause I think Bravo, we're very, both of you and I are both very in deep in this world, yeah. in this Bravo world. But, you know, it's, so we kind of take for granted that like, not everyone's into to what we're into or, or that we're passionate about. I think like people will be there and they will be hyped. They will be these people are rock stars to a lot of probably people listening to this right I'm now. Nodding. And people, I mean, that we tweet about that we tweet with 
yeah. <laughs> every every week when when our shows air and I think I'm excited for that and I'm, I'm there's people that I only know through social media that I'm excited to hopefully meet and cross paths with you know um have you been like dming have you been sliding yeah, into i mean DMs like like like, I, like i'd love like i've never met, i've never met danny pellegrino in person oh he's a delight um i love him so much um bravo historian we we dm all the time mm. and, and i've never we've never met in person oh, um so, exciting. so yeah there's some people who i just love to to, to cross paths with and i think it's i think it's the it's, it's kind of cheesy and like obviously i'm excited for you know the reveals and and seeing all the bravo celebrities and what have you but I think what will make it special is everyone there who is like just like beyond obsessed and beyond devoted to these these shows I was talking to a writer the other day about BravoCon um for a piece that may be up next week and I mean and we were talking a little bit about the fact that like people used to or maybe still do consider all things Bravo to be a dirty little secret. And I never really bought into that because no. I was like, why is this? It's If it's dirty, it's in the best possible way. And Completely. it shouldn't be a secret mm-hmm. because the best thing about Bravo is that it's instantly addictive. Completely. And so I feel like BravoCon is going to be thousands of people who speak the same language exactly. and are proud to be fluent mm-hmm. and that to me I totally agree with you it's like the best part is just going to be walking around seeing people in like Bravo attire costumes whatever else like proud Bravo merch and just living their best lives shouting one-liners amen and like we all know your husband's in the pool we, we all do. know turtle time I'm sure that the Regency Struck is gonna nerve. make so much fucking money this weekend I can't even believe it oh my it. god like, it's going it's about Tom it is about Tom it is why always... is it why is Tom I, why, I hope Tom is involved in some in some capacity he should be bartending at the Regency oh my god you know what he should That's have done it opportunity for, if I mean you know There's, that Harry's gonna too try late. you know we it's know it's ne- still the eve of <laughs> it's never so. too late um so it's I think that yeah that's gonna be great I'm also curious because it's the first ever like how this is going to go it's a big test I think I think you know I think it's it's a it's a really big thing to plan and it's different locations and and they're all pretty close to one another but it's still it's a lot of schedules and talent and and personalities and egos to, to to keep in check so I think they'll probably, it will be amazing, and I, but I'm sure there'll be learnings they'll take to next year, and it'll be even better, and I hope this continues and continues and continues, and, you know, th- this won't be the, the last time we're talking about BravoCon. Amen, for so many times. <laughs> um, so, guys, quick programming, um, joyous note. I am so excited to be emceeing Who's Gonna Judge You, Boo?, which is tomorrow at Union West events from 1.45 to 2.30. Get there earlier to like check in if you have a Bravo costume, if you have tons of Bravo merch. I am so excited. I'm going to MC joined by judges Bravo Betch and Faces by Bravo. So again, that is uh, tomorrow, Friday the 15th at 1.45. The event starts and, you know, dress to impress. It's going to be completely bananas. And speaking of completely bananas, I am so so excited that I will be taking over TV Co's social channels this weekend for BravoCon. TV Co, which is a social network and live streaming app for TV super fans, which we definitely um, self 
qualify. Oh, I need that. Amen. And it's available on iOS and Android. So follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley and TV Co. on Instagram and Twitter. Um, download TV Co. on Facebook and Instagram and uh, at TV Co. on Twitter. And I am going to be like deep in the thick of it, deep in the Bravo jungle. I mean, even just that costume contest that you're judging. It's going to be that's, crazy. I mean, that's exactly what we were talking about. People yeah. are going to sh- like, what are they going to, I'm, I'm kind of waiting on pins and needles. So I need, I need to see what people are wearing. And I have to say, Sonia by Sonia Morgan. Oh. So if we don't have some she by Sheree track pants up in this costume contest. Um, shout out to Sexy J who sent me some options. They did not work out for the purposes of tomorrow, mm. but I am so excited to wear them to what a, a future Andy's Girls moments. It would have been, um, it's not her fault. I blame my boobs there was a slight (laughs) malfunction and then I was crawling on my hands and knees with like feathers coming out of my sleeves looking for that fucking button where's the footage where it's lost footage is what it is um Bethany has it she's air that on Potomac yeah she's holding it um so I'm so excited for that and thank you to sexy J and her team for so generously providing me apparel which I will wear to future recordings Um, of this illustrious podcast Andy's girls Pixar Pixar did not happen i mean amen there will be a pick coming i have to just figure out what needles are and then sew that button and then um you'll figure it out yeah like tape my boobs down or something (laughs) i don't know how it's gonna work but right um okay so we need to jump in we need to jump in there's a lot happening where are we starting we have we have four housewives on right now where are we gonna start well i have to say shout out and mazel to kelly dodd who got engaged Last night, last night to, in this in this city that we're in right now, to on her rooftop. to her love Rick of mm. Fox News, of Fox News fame, yes. and eyes. I feel like he has very specific eyes. Mm. He's a very he seems like a very focused individual, and, you know and he's else, focused on their love. You know who else has very specific eyes is Ramona Singer, who introduced them in the Hamptons. Did not wait a second. Isn't that true? I a thousand percent believe it. If I knew sure that, I forgot. I'm pretty sure they met at a party in the Hamptons <laughs> earlier this summer. It's oh a, it was a whirlwind romance. They started dating in August. Yeah, this tracks. Yes. Wow. So I'm just saying. Wow. I There's do. To turtle time. Ramona <laughs> bringing together forever love. I mean, that's that. there's no doubts about that. I... Wish her the best. Me too. She is killing it on OC this season. Um, I just want to, you know, commend her. I'm going to an event after this that she is co-hosting with friend of the pod, um, Pet Shop Boy, mm-hmm. um, at the Moxie Times Square, and allegedly she's going to be joined by several of her castmates Amazing. and the folks. Ale- I don't know if this is true, but she's. I, I think there there are rumors that she's going to be joined by Emily and Bronwyn. Guys, go to my social because you know I'm, I'll be on top of that. But it's so interesting to me because I was re-watching this week's OC and I feel like there's been a whole dialogue and back and forth about the alliance between the Trace Amigas. And, you know, I just really appreciate the fact that Kelly, Bronwyn and Emily can have honest conversations Mm -hmm. that are funny and it doesn't feel like 
it feels like she has a support system. She has women totally. who are, are willing to totally. back her up. Mm-hmm. And I... She's, it's, not a, it's not a one woman show going after the Trace Amigas. Right. And I feel like the problem with franchises and with episodes and seasons happens when it's all against one. Completely. Which, it's not fun. Right. It's not fun but to that, watch. That's what Beverly Hills was last season. We all know how that went down. Yeah. It so, didn't work out. Yeah. I think that, you know, even like like on Jersey right now, how there's it's essentially two distinct sides right in the cast like that works for me because there's some blurred lines there's obviously not it's not like one side all hates the other and what have you but there's clear there's a clear divide there to me and I I I think it it works you know I have to say that three out of the four franchises I feel like the teams and alliances are smart and interesting Mm -hmm. and I found myself enjoying parts of all four of the franchises uh-huh. this week, but especially Atlanta, Jersey, and OC. It felt like these are stable shows, which honestly is like the bottom that we need. We need stability. Oh, yeah. We need to be good entertainment, good TV, something that we can at least have one moment that's mm-hmm. really strong. And Jersey this season has come out of the gate oh, hot to God. me. So good. Atlanta has come out of the gate hot mm-hmm. to me. OC, I think, had a weak couple episodes, but really feels consistently entertaining yeah. and interesting. Um, and the through line for me of all of the shows, including Dallas, seem to be like genuine, real moments between children and Mm. their parents where I was watching these scenes and I was like, I am watching something that is like a real genuine moment where I'm learning something, you know, with Tamara and Ryan, which Mm. we'll get to. I have a crazy satchel about that with um, in Dallas with Stephanie and her mother. Yeah, that, that was a moment that I, I was I was I was tearing up for Stephanie there. Right. With yeah. Portia talking about her daughter, mm. I would say. And then Jersey, obviously, you know, yeah, everything going Gia, on, especially Gia and Melania. Melania. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they are the ones who've really grown up Completely. in this and seem the most comfortable expressing their feelings about it, either by like explicitly not talking, getting angry, whatever. They're willing to show a side of themselves or, as very young people. Yeah. I mean, I maybe we jump into Jersey first. Oh my God, please. To me, I mean, I loved, I think Jersey's off to like, I mean, even the premiere had drama, like it's off to the best start in years. In, in years. It's a great cast. Um, I love that everyone's back. But to me, it's it's been like, it's been amazing to see how, much Gia has just matured and grown up yeah. so quickly and it's 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 sad why she's had to do that and it's right. but it's almost like she is Teresa's best friend it's almost like she is in some moments is almost Teresa's mother and it's like she has had to step up and be that that rock in some ways for them and like it's just been so like I, I've, I've loved watching Gia so far in these first two episodes and comparing it to obviously how Melania who's a bit younger right. has reacted to it she's been more like overtly emotional and shut and it shuts down more clearly reactive yeah and reactive and I think it's been Gia's presence in that family when Joe has been away has been just like you know I totally agree with you I'm just nervous because Gia is 18 years old mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that she has a time totally. to like become undone and she not is, have all the pressure and responsibility yeah, she is at Rutgers but it's right. like I, I'm sure she's home all the time yeah frequently so yeah but it's you know it, it's been Teresa, to me, seems like she's in, like, a relatively good place mm. right now, despite everything going on, I mean, currently on the show. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I don't know. I, but I, I think Jersey has been like incredible <laughs> overall. So, question for you. Whose side are you on Jackie V tree? That's a tough one. I think um, to me, Teresa, she's the OG. What She'll all, will always be reminded of that, which, yeah. is, which is, you know, rightfully so. But I sometimes think that she decides that she doesn't like somebody and just sticks with that. Mm-hmm. I think we saw that a little bit with Margaret mm-hmm. originally, and we have definitely seen that with Jackie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a little bit of an attitude with Jackie, mm-hmm. a little bit like an air of entitlement of you know a little bit like I'm better than you mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. um but I think overall I'm kind of on Jackie's side because I'm more on the Jackie Melissa on the M- Margaret Melissa mm-hmm. end of things spectrum of yeah. things I just think it's a little bit more aligning with my uh, uh, reasoning when I look at these the fights they're having um and I to me Margaret is like one of my all-time favorites is I, she not she unbelievable? is so naturally funny and quick and has the funniest opinions and just the delivery is so on point for me all the time. So I fall on that side of things generally for sure. And Jackie V. Jen. Jackie V. Jen. You know, I think it's hard. I think in some ways it's like, okay, Jackie, like a little bit get over it. But on the other hand, it's like, you know, it was, if it offended her, which like, I think it, it was a little bit rude. (laughs) She was clearly impersonating her and clearly like making fun of her at a group full at a table full of women. Um, and they're posting it on their heavily followed Instagram accounts. So I wouldn't be happy if I were Jackie. But at the end of the day, it's like sometimes she she definitely needs to learn to get over things a little bit quicker, I think. Mm-hmm. it was It's like one of those things where I think I would be team Jen, except I do think the cyberbullying phrase went a little too yeah, far. I agree. Although regardless of whether or not it went too far, this whole dynamic between Jen and her daughter makes me think that next week her kid is going to like hold her accountable and be like, listen, this isn't bullying. Getting food thrown at me by the boyfriends of my former friends is bullying. And this may or I know she's a child. She might not say this, you know, (laughs) but like this may or may not qualify in my eyes as cyberbullying, but regardless, you did something to hurt somebody's exactly. feelings. You need to apologize yeah, and make it I better. Think the bullying is definitely taking a little bit Right? Far, it was just shitty. She did a shitty yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's like, you know, at the end of the day, let's, it's kind of dumb drama. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's more intense drama on this show and it's like, they're both, they're both the two, they're still the two newbies. Like we, like I, let's, let's, Let's move on to bigger and more important things. I do have to appreciate how superficial it was because it helps, (laughs) but like in a genuine way, it helps balance because the Joe stuff couldn't be more serious and more scary and frightening. And I only look at it honestly through the lens of those children because they're the only only, ones. That's the only way. I only, Mm -hmm. I truly only care about them. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, like, who cares if we're going to stay together? They're probably not. Like, like, but, but for the kids. Right. Do you think that he'll get to come back again? I don't, it's not looking likely. Yeah. I think we're getting a decision later this month or oh, it's God. pretty soon, but um, it's not looking likely. And I think it would, that would obviously complicate it. To me, it seems like ter- even though she has not said so, it does not she's, like she's Teresa's, checked out. Yeah, she's, checked she's checked out. out. She's waiting for the right time to say so. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see that. And he also, to me, like, even though he's away from his, his, his girls and his, and his wife, like he seems so happy in Italy right now. And obviously it's cause he's just out, out of, of that. Yeah like nasty place that he yeah. was in for five months but he just he seems like you know a re- has he has renewed life in him and mm-hmm. i think to him it's like if the worst that happens is he stays in italy which is away from his girls like 
he still can create like a pretty good life for himself. And I think what will be what sounds like is like kind of a crucial element is Teresa kind of signing off on him getting a passport that, right. that, that which happened last week and which means he'll be able to come to countries closer to the U.S. Um, than not and not just stay in Italy. Right. Get an Italian passport. So um, that way he could go to Canada or or. Oh, could he could, go to Canada uh, or, or somewhere closer? Love, I know that, so that they can visit him. Yeah, I think really he would just have, he would have an to... Italian passport, but he just wouldn't be allowed in the U.S. I, I mm. believe that's how what the situation would be. And so, like, it'd be easier for them to see each other more often and not have to travel to Salerno. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think I think they'll fi- they'll figure out a system that works for them. And I think that they just they needed this contact with him. And I think that yeah. to me, it's like. Okay, now we've seen him. We've spent a week, a week, a week and a half with him, and I think it's probably kind of renewed all of them, not just him. When Melania was on the phone with him, and she's like, "Hey, buddy," or whatever she said, I know. I broke. Oh my god, my heart broke. So I, for I talked her. to Melissa on the phone before the season started, and <gasps> I was like, "How did you react to to those to those first show photos? To those photos? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To to, to where everything changed. But I his think face. it was either Mil- it was either Melania. Or, or, I don't know. But what. it was the first photo was that FaceTime screenshot that mm-hmm, either Melania mm-hmm. or Gia posted, and. She said that she was literally driving and she had to pull over because she like broke down in tears, Melissa, because it was just like seeing the smiles on both of their faces. She called her right away and she was just they cried together. And again, there's just like genuine happiness, I think, like not just in the families, but like honestly, everyone watching, like if, if this doesn't make you happy just to see you know, their smiling faces, to see them, him out and about like that. You know, it, that's re- and that's so real. That is such a real, you know, family. That's their Im- real implications on this fa- real family. And something that Andy brought up on Watch What Happens last night, either during the app or on the after show, mm-hmm. you know, Joe was in the audience, um, Gorga, because Melissa was one of the guests. Right. And Andy said to Joe at one point, he's like, I just want you to know this may have been cut from the episode, but there were a couple moments where Teresa really said how proud she was of your book and like mm-hmm. the work that you're doing and everything else. And it just makes me happy that their relationship totally. and Melissa, even though Melissa and Tree like kind of squawk at each other, which is normal for yeah. co-stars on this kind of show, as well as sisters-in-law, it's that's to be expected. But there seems to be a respect and an mm-hmm. understanding that they were are not going to cross the lines that they Completely. crossed previously. Completely. Like, no, that's like, it, that feels like, you're right. You're right. That feels like it's in the rear view. It's like, let's not talk about, you know, I'm mad that you didn't come over for dinner or like I'm mad that you went on a trip and whatever and you left me with dad like no like that stuff is gonna happen and but it's we shouldn't be arguing about it like there are bigger fish to fry and and you're gonna be frying some of them with Teresa (laughs) there we go that was a good one um Um, but I think what what you said about the balance like that was that's there's a whole other aspect of Jersey that's just like to me, it part of what sets it apart is the X factor of D- Danielle Staub, and just sort of like, like she <sighs> she's she's not a cast member. She is a friend. She's probably eternally a friend, and maybe not. And you know what I mean. She's not going to giving she, Gibson eyes. She's not going to cross that boundary into. Isn't she? Isn't isn't she just a living boundary crosser? I meant like the boundary she wants to cross into like being a cast member. That's what I meant. Oh yeah, she will never no. be back. Um, but and God bless. Yeah, but. To me, that's like what complicates things because, like, we may have this divide down the middle, um, but both sides have people that do not 
cannot stand her. Dolores does not like her. Margaret does not like her. Melissa does not like her. Jen does not. Jennifer does not like her. Like it is that the end scene of this past yeah. of this second episode. Like that. Oh my god! The look that Margaret had on her face when she was looking at Danielle was like pure disgust. I that you don't see that very often, like that true hatred of somebody. Yes, and Margaret had that. In her and you know, Teresa has allegedly unfollowed Danielle. Nobody is talking to her. And Danielle, maybe this is her se- series finale as a friend of because it looks like the tables have turned. She gets cast out at some point, and I everyone's think. throwing one in her direction. And I'm not upset about oh, it. I'm not upset about I'm it. I'm not but, upset I'm not, about but, it. But I, but I like, <laughs> but I do like how there's sort of like that, like extra thing that we really can't predict on Jersey. And I think by the end, I think by the end of this. Whenever she's done here this year, it will be kind of the the end of her com- her quote unquote comeback because she 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 was away for so many years and then she came back two years ago and right. I think we've we've had she's she's contributed enough but once that that footage or those stories of the the ponytail pull that apparently yeah. happens like we don't that's not confirmed that I've been told but Margaret confirmed it with me when I interviewed her oh there we go yeah she, and said it hasn't been confirmed in the it wasn't not confirmed in the trailer oh yeah 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 they officially. they purposefully didn't yeah. show yeah no but it's there was confirmed. a drag somewhere in there and there was a Valentino something I forget what she said a purse, it was like a I think. purse something that, catches on fire there I for, I honestly water bottles get thrown guys listen to the Bravo Holics episode I I truly do not remember what she said okay. but she confirmed that it was um Danielle well, who I think anyway. I called the Crypt Keeper. Of but, I just, <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's so interesting that there's like this, <laughs> even though there are sides, there's a common enemy on this show. And I just really appreciate, and you see Danielle stop as an enemy, right? You see her as a villain. I mean, yeah. And it, but Thank I think, you. Yeah, but, That's the correct answer. Yeah, well I, well, I think what the real tea here is that she has, she does not see herself as a villain. And yeah, she's she, a she has never seen herself as a villain. I still confused by how her kids have turned out so seemingly perfect although I, I fear for them because there is a lot of dark I mean the thing that Jack listen Jacqueline Larita is a complicated person <laughs> she sure is but one of the things I remember her saying was and this isn't an insult obviously her kids are completely innocent and in all this but she was like I look at her kids and like there's nothing behind their eyes you know like because they have been in a cold can I say something? Environment, please do. About, does Jack does Jacqueline have like an obsession with eyes? Because did you see what she posted about after the Teresa and Joe oh, special when Teresa kind of botched that quote about having beautiful eyes, mm. and then Jacqueline posted a picture of Teresa on her Instagram story with like, look at these beautiful eyes, and it was a picture of Teresa when she had just woken up, and there was there was some puffiness happening. Like, oh no. You know, like what's going on here? It has to be hard to be a former Bravo Lab. I would even say a recovering Bravo Lab and someone who didn't necessarily walk away. It has right. got like these. Well, I don't think any of them really walk away. Right. Amen. I think that. Except for Bethany. I think Bethany, Heather Thompson. Yeah. Very think, few walk away what, from what it seems. I think some of them turn down what they viewed as shitty contracts. I think Yolanda sure. yeah. walked away from being uh, the potential a friend of in a cut I think Heather Dubrow did the same but, but I'd say generally it's yeah generally they're yeah. fired and they leave to you know <laughs> they leave to pursue other projects which include not being on our tv but um <laughs> oh I, I mean it's just got it's got to be tough yeah to be watching all of this it's got to be tough to be a current or former Bravo Leb, not invited to BravoCon mm-hmm. wanting to be there not being able to get through those um 
beautiful gates. It has to be difficult for Jacqueline to know that she will always be associated in some way with her cast members and yet doesn't have the kind of platform to respond that they do. And P.S. may look like a dick for having a reaction to any of this, Mm -hmm. either correctly or not. There's a little bit of like a bitterness that comes across. Yeah. With some of them, and I think... And a lot of that's deserved, but there's also the, you know, this person devoted several years of their life to living in this kind of alternate reality, Mm -hmm. and what happens, you know, when the cameras go away. I know, I know. It's a sad story for some of them. Right? Like, they used to be rewarded for being, doing shitty things Mm. that in real life probably wouldn't get them that kind of response or reaction and then all of a sudden you're off the show and you still have an opinion and p.s you you might not be on bravo tv wednesdays at whatever but you do have a platform you've amassed hundreds of thousands of Mm -hmm. followers on instagram and twitter and if you know you're still on facebook for some unfortunate reason (laughs) like there are ways yeah for you to still Mm -hmm. to weigh in yeah to weigh in and to peep for there's a graceful way to do it i think I don't know how I feel about Jacqueline. It's a weird. Yeah. I had honestly until you said that. I honestly hadn't thought about her in a while. Um, I, I know that she like, moved to Vegas, but I, I just don't feel like know. every time I hear that she has, you know, talked about something yeah. or whatever, it's always negative. Yeah. You know, and I, you have to kind of get the impression that there is some. If it if it's purely negative, there is like you know she feels wronged or she feels like, you know, she probably wishes she was still on the show, and so it's like. Some of them weigh in with funny things, and mm. or they'll still, or they're, it's clear they're still friends with some of the current people. I think that's yeah. a key thing. So it's like, you know. So, what's your favorite housewife show to watch? Currently, over. Yeah. I mean, overall, it's New York. Like that's always been my favorite oh, yeah, yeah, original. Yeah. But right now, right now it's probably Jersey. It gets me the most. It gets me like I'm the most excited to watch mm. a, a one of these this, this new season of Jersey. Like mm-hmm. to me, the trailer was. Amazing! We, they made us wait a little bit for it, but yeah, it, it was worth the wait. I was obsessed with the cast last year. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with the cast this year because it's the same. And I think that you know Jersey went through a really rough patch yeah. for a while, yeah, they and I did. think that because they were able to like, and and Melissa always says the same thing where she says it's really hard to cast Jersey, probably more so than all of them because of the family, right? Because of the family aspect, which I think people expect because that's sort of how it was launched. Um, so that everyone has to like kind of go around the Teresa Melissa thing right. and th- they've they've worked it out where you know they brought on Jennifer and Jackie who the key with them was that and Margaret none of them were afraid to go at either one of them yeah you know and I think they're, they're, Jennifer was a little a little bit that, but now she's not right I don't right think she she's grown some I think, balls I, yeah yeah uh, Jackie was yeah um so I think major cojones yeah so it's like if you can go with if you can go toe-to-toe with Teresa yeah. and Margaret Josephs and, and Danielle Staub and Danielle Staub like then you then there's hope for you on these shows right. and you should stick around because you have potential and they're they're all proving that so I think Jersey is I'm so excited to see the rest of the season it's gonna be I can't believe special. I look forward to it I never this is the no, thing it was never with Housewives my it can surprise you I mean to me uh, to me I will say Atlanta is yeah. Is is like it's almost it's almost in its own class to right. me because can, there can be really like not that much drama and I think that was kind of last season for a little bit, um, but they are so effortlessly funny that I 
like I thoroughly enjoy Atlanta every single episode, regardless if it's a snooze fest or not, because I'm gonna be laughing. And like like Portia and mm. and, and and Nini and like they are they are they are in a league of their own in terms of just firing off those those th- those turns of phrases and those like I, I, they they get me every time. I'm, Atlanta is like is is to me like by far the the, the funniest. Totally, and also the depths of fucking humanity on Atlanta. Mm-hmm. This oh my Portia hysterically sobbing yeah. and holding a pillow in front of her face to protect oh her from I think not just the camera crews but just the feeling mm-hmm. that she was going through, knowing that motherfucking Dennis, oh my fucking God. fuck some no. other person while she was was motherfucking pregnant the most vulnerable that she could ever Mm. be hormonally physically emotionally otherwise and she's having this conversation with her sister Mm. who has gone through the same fucking thing and saying that to her sister Uh. i subconsciously learned how to co-parent and get through this by watching your journey and i don't know what to do and then her sister being like i just the only thing i don't want for you is to be a single mom because it's so because it's that hard and that's what she said to her she said it is the hardest thing like you don't you, you, she was like you don't you don't know how you're going to feel like work through it because it is tough and it is it's heartbreaking from both sides because wow i mean it's like that was that again that was so real that was the the the, the emotional weight of this season already yeah. is like i mean it's it's almost leaves you speechless i think because like portia was such a light last season she was so happy she had found everything she wanted she had the man Mm -hmm. she was pregnant with Mm -hmm. her first child like she she turned she had she she had turned it around again and then she was the backbone and she she got she got her own special she got her her four episodes which was which is literally tv gold and then we turn around you know like you know six months later and Everything has changed. She still has her adorable baby who is always sleeping with, with, with the with the hand behind the head. Yes. And, you know, I, I love PJ. Newborn and, and, and I think that is her saving grace for in terms of just like keeping her steady and and you know focus. In some ways maybe it will all be it, it will be all worth it because she has a child, but it's like Jesus. And knowing that she's back with Dennis now, she's wearing the crazy engagement ring. Mm. They're back together. They're making it work. Who Which, knows what's going to happen next? You know, she can make her own decisions. I'm not yeah. going to judge that. Um, but it's but on the show right now, it's like she doesn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. Do you understand? I did zero research mm-hmm. on this. The beastie. I'm confused by the bestiality thing. I, I understand the drug some, stuff in the sense that I somebody's saying he's doing I guess there was some story them. about him. Fucking a dog? What are we talking about? I haven't read the story. I it can't when, be actual I think that, That's one of those words where you hear it and you turn the other way. <laughs> but it has to be a joke. Like this can't be. It can't I mean, even be a real really rumor. I feel like it's just it, a joke. Seriously enough, you know what I mean. I like want to Google it right now, but I'm not going to. Um, but yeah, I don't know about that. But <laughs> it's uh, they're not really like talking that much in depth about it because again, I don't think anybody really wants to talk about that. And there also, it's clear that he did do something with another woman so it feels whether it's that woman who came up to them at olg is i guess it was it, she said it wasn't her but right and he says it wasn't her i think he said 
I think he said explicitly during that therapy session, which I'm actually super appreciative that we didn't see. I, know that, I was I very happy. Because I, I think I, I said some, um, one of the shows that was on in the spring, like one of them was going to therapy and the the therapists that get shown on Bravo, mm-hmm. like I want a show about them. Oh my God, you know? completely. Like, I want a show that just shows these people going to therapy. But I think it, we know, but sometimes those moments are obviously a little bit contrived and this them not showing it just proves how real the situation was for Portia and Dennis. Oh, totally. You and know. I also, it, I feel like it proves how seriously they were um, taking this. Completely. I also did, to work it out. I did a little Google. It's talking about how he's like a clout, clout chaser. Mm. It's reference, referencing some sort of bestiality weirdness, but, and, yeah. you know, allegations about gambling and cocaine. But I don't see anything actually related to it thank god by uh-huh. the way for my eyes and oh, ears completely i hope that's i hope that's a complete joke or a complete rumor it's the only line is it's probably from the blogs it looks like yeah it's completely related to the blog you know accused of cocaine lo- use gambling clout chasing and literally um being physically abusive to an ex and and it says he's allegedly into animal par- porn, which doesn't mean anything. Honestly, that's just like, a throwaway that somebody's yeah. saying just to like be hmm. as shady as possible. Unless yeah. until we see actual, there's enough real shade here to like. Right? Come on, like yeah, I I I don't know what to say about mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, Atlanta had a moment for me this week that I was genuinely surprised by, which wasn't the conversation between Noelle and 52 slash 53 cent mm. about her fluid, sexu- fluid sexu- sexuality. Sec- she's being, she's sexually fluid. Sexuality yes. fluid. Because I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, I expected. Amazing. And Cynthia reacted so great. to me in such a great way. Cause she basically didn't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. You know, she, she, she was, she was, you know, funny in terms. She was trying to like, okay, but who are you seeing kind of thing? Yeah. But she was like, okay. So you you just find you're just attracted to what you're attracted to, and Noelle was like, "Yeah," and I I love that. I think that she and now she wants to go to World Pride. We all know that she does. I was there. So on the float. I'm so glad you said that because I was shocked and thrilled by the fact that a part of storyline is going to be explicit production and production that will feature other housewives oh, from other franchises in the footage. So I was there. Oh my god, tell me everything. Um and we got to go on the float um when it was parked before it started moving. And we could just like kind of bop around and interview whoever you want to interview whatever wait so the the float was the float at like an entrance or yeah something? so it was, it was like, like 34th street or and like sixth ave or okay, whatever that it. is and um and they, we, they everyone was kind of just like all the bravo celebrities were just hanging out <gasps> and they and had started the moving it and we had to all get we were all walking next to it when it was actually moving holy shit but they were but like beforehand we were just kind of like walking around i talked to Giselle and Pat from from Southern Charm oh, and I Sonia, who was in rare form that day. Uh, of course she was. Um, said hi to Nini. Yes. But it, to me, I'm pretty sure that the only people that were mic'd were the Atlanta people. So if we see everyone else, we're going to see them. I'm, we're going to see them. But we're, I don't think they're going to like, you know, be having that many conversations, showing that many conversations between them and other ladies. I think they'll just be kind of be in the background and... Did you know what was B-roll. Nini's? Um, Nini was, what was in a she really, like that no, day? She was in a really, really good mood. She was. Yeah, no, she was like really like you could tell. Because um, here's the thing, she Nini loves being adored, and uh, rightfully so. Who doesn't? But she 
and she was like she felt like a queen that day and I think but so what there was sort of like the main back part that was up top and Andy was DJing up there and a lot you know obviously they all wanted to be up there next to Andy of course they did but then there was also like a smaller front part that was raised and for the I was obviously observing the Cynthia and Nini, I was trying to observe the Cynthia and Nini dynamic I obviously couldn't have my eye on them the entire time so I didn't see any interaction but Nini was on the Andy side and Cynthia was like towards the front with Noel for most of the time oh okay yeah and then Marlo was also there for sure oh I talked to Eva that day she was really really pregnant and really it was uh, like so a, hot it was, it was like a million 90, it was degrees. Like 90 degrees that day so she was like they had the Bravo fans with Portia's face on it <laughs> uh, she, she wasn't there but she was there in spirit um but Marlo was also there she's like what but she um I think she was on the float for some of it but not the whole time Marlo, I have to say, I always thought of as someone that like went too far, whatever oh, else. And then I she live I started, live. she really started to grow on me definitely last season, especially. Mm-hmm. And this season, I the mean, shit that, that she's going through. Oh my God. That, with I, candy, I was, that I was, I was like oh my full God. on like tearing because to me, this is this, I think part of the reason why Marlo has never gotten her peach is it's, mm-hmm. it's been a conversation that's been had. It's because she doesn't show part of her life. Right. We where the know, money comes from? We don't know where the money comes from. We don't really, I mean, there's obviously a lot of rumors about her personal life, but we don't have to get into, but she doesn't show, she doesn't really show her love life. She'll show up to an event with an older man usually, but she doesn't really show that much. We see her house like once a season when she'll have people right. over for a very kind of controlled drinks environment. Yeah. But this is the first, this is one of the first times I think that we've really seen her emotional. Yeah. We get insight. Her sister's schizophrenic and bipolar. Mm was taken away mm. from her two kids. And then she's also looking after another during the child. day, another one of her sister's kids. Yeah. And to me, that is, I mean, as Candy said, like that is like one of the most selfless things you can probably do. And she's been, she t- she said it was going to be for a limited amount of time, but now it's been at this point in the show, it's been over five months. And you know, that's again, like that to me is real. You know, and I I tweeted about that, and and somebody replied, and she was like, "Yeah, she rented two kits." Like, to me, <gasps> no, no, fuck no, you. no. People people really are obviously pretty divisive. Yeah. Marla's of a divisive figure yeah, on the I show, get that. And, but I and some of but, that but is deserved, but not yeah, the for kids sure. Stuff. But I think yeah. you know, it's it's like that is so beyond, and uh, like to me, it's like this. I don't think she was making any of that. No, up. of course and not. And I think that it was a real, a really rare, really emotional moment for her, and I. I want more of that from Marlo because I I think she's such a she's not afraid to go there. She's a loyal person and I and I like that about her. And I like that she had the capacity to show vulnerability on camera that was real, that was genuine, that wasn't about shadiness mm-hmm. or frankly Nini. Yeah. Like it was her own life experience mm-hmm. and she that was, we were and being she let was in on. It with Candy who yeah. like who it's the kind, perfect it's person. Perfect person but also kind of unexpected in terms of just like they're not like super close Marlo yeah. and Candy so it was kind of like a, a you know I liked that choice and yeah and I liked what Candy said she was she was saying you know you need to make people aware that you are not just going to defend Nini right. regardless of what she You're does your own person. you need to make relationships with other people on this cast and then to me that's sort of setting it up for Marlo to have I mean I don't really know exactly what happens this season but maybe a, a little bit of a breakout moment yeah. for her this year where it's like beyond just being Nini's BFF and mm-hmm. obviously she's going to always be loyal to Nini but I'm I'm hoping that we get more moments where she's sort of like aligned with other people on the cast. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I do want to pivot to the other franchise yes. that is allegedly airing. I am told that these are new episodes that I'm watching. It feels like 
something's missing. Mm. But I got, I had, there were some moments of Dallas this week yeah. that were incredibly impactful. I agree. And I mean, the number one to me, <laughs> Stephanie and her mom, a thousand percent. Yeah. I think Stephanie, Stephanie has had such a journey on Housewives mm. and she, when I started my job, I, that was when Dallas and Potomac were starting. So I've known some of them for, I'm sort of, oh, wow. I know, I've known them sort of, because I've been inter- interviewing them since season one when oh, there was, there's less interest in the new ones. Yeah. And so, and I was, and I was new and I was green. And so I wanted to, to, to talk to Housewives. Yeah. So, and so I've, I've talked to Stephanie a ton and mm. we're, we're, I just am so proud of like the journey that she's had on this show I think she was so guarded so scared the first season season and a half and she has opened up so much last season when she told when she bonded with Leanne it was over the fact they had both attempted suicide and you know she she has just become an open book and she isn't afraid to show the the kind of dark sides of of being a human and and you know not all of the women are like that a lot of them are a little bit too controlled for me and maybe that's why maybe that's why dallas is struggling a little bit right now um i don't think all of them are open books and she is she's the most open at this point right now and i feel like she is truly the most triggered in that cast because of behavior and actions from her castmates explicit i mean specifically Cameron. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's saying that Cameron is a living trigger mm-hmm. who reminds her of the time when, you know, enemies of her mom who were these, these genuine bullies would treat her and her, I think she said her sister like a piece of shit because mm-hmm. they didn't think that she was enough. And right. she said that changed me. Like it was embedded in her DNA. And then we fast forward to Cameron who does seemingly go out of her way to treat Stephanie like a piece of shit and say she's not valuable mm-hmm. enough to have as a real friend. Sucks. It like, sucks. That is a sucky thing to, to feel from somebody. And it's just so strange to me. I don't, do you know how many episodes the housewives get in advance of them airing? I think it's like a week or two, right? It's Unless not that many. Right. Yeah. Until it gets to the reunion yeah, and then they get a bunch to yeah, binge occasionally, before yeah, filming. It, definitely for the reunion. Like five or six. I want to them and, they ha- and I've seen the episode before they have sometimes. It's interesting to me that Cameron... <clears throat> has seemingly gone out of her way on social media to make extreme light and what she thinks of as fun in this Stephanie thing, posting a photo of Stephanie, you know, on Instagram the day that she said uh, from her Insta story, the day that she said she had a commitment, which she did and she didn't have time for hair and makeup. Are we counting the minutes between events here? Right. Come on. It was a kid's event at her, her kid's school. Right. And you know, Stephanie had a lot of goodwill in that. And then Cameron makes fun of it in saying, I'm not going to show up to this other thing. I'm going to pretend I'm going to use your excuse. And is, is actually acting the way that she's accusing Stephanie of being except, except Stephanie isn't behaving that way. And I just am confused why someone, and by someone, I mean, Cameron Westcott would continue to isolate stories that don't have like any place in reality. Yeah, I, I saw. I saw. This is not my original thought. I saw this. Saw this somewhere on, somewhere on Twitter. I wish I could remember who said it. But to me, like I like. I like. I think Cameron is 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 a is a fun TV personality. I oh yeah, she's great she for the show. So funny. She's great for the show. Great for the show. But as much as like you kind of love watching her and love her. She's almost always wrong in the arguments that almost she she's like, always. and it's she and she thinks she's so right in this one, and it's like nobody, 
I don't know. I don't really know if people on her. It's just, it's so crazy how like every single time she's in an argument, you just are sort of like, wait, that's what you took from that? Or that's the opinion that you have on that? And it's like, uh, I'm not sure that's the right takeaway there. And allegedly she goes up a little against Leanne. I don't have any information on that. Mm-hmm. But, and that's like supposed to be some example of like her standing on her own two feet right. and mazel to her. But it seems like... She's choosing to continue a feud with a cast member that she thinks she can bury. Right. And I don't, and I think, like I said, Stephanie has gotten a lot stronger over the years. And I don't, I think Stephanie is not, she's not going to, we, we already see it. She's not going to take it lying down. I think she's learned to stick up for herself a lot more and she's going to stand up and, uh, you know, she's making, she's, make, she's making sense. To me, the telling sign is that she's made sense and she's admitted why it's hurting her so much. Yeah. And then she's going to take that and, you know, run with it. And she's also figured out when this started to happen in her life or why she started to feel this way and started totally. to feel like she wasn't valuable. Mm-hmm. She wasn't she's making enough. making sense of it. She's making sense of it. And she's sort of discovering herself in a new way mm-hmm. and is trying to become better yeah. at supporting herself and loving herself. And, you know, this whole thing with like Travis's dad is so weird to me. It's I, so weird. I don't understand why don't really every time it. he yeah. goes to where is it Thailand he, he almost like dies when he comes back and then he has to go get him I'm not and sure he's about in the that hospital for mo- something yeah. is happening that we're not being told about totally. but I do appreciate that like at least she's like the sort of fake um trip inviter totally. you know what yeah, I'm no, like, let's go to Thailand like, let's, let's uh <laughs> let's do it while well, Travis is here for like or, these terrible yeah. reasons let's like have a vacate but like I love that like she's being seen as the planner and yes. the connector because to me she is so deeply lovely and mm-hmm. she seems wonderful and from what you're saying it seems like she's like that IRL completely as well like that completely she is amazing I'm I think she's just like such a pure great person um yeah but do you think I mean, was, was there another moment from Dallas this week specifically that you wanted to talk about? Anything else? Because right. I'm just curious, like, I, uh, and I loved Dallas last season. I really, really did. But I think there's kind of a consensus right now. No, it's that, like, bad. It's, it's not good. It's not working. And, like, it's not good. Like, what, what is it? Like, it's what? A, it's recycling from last year. It is something that OG of the AG Damian Bellino referenced on a recent episode, which is the problem is that it's everybody against one and mm. it cannot be Leanne alone on an island surrounded by people who are anti-Leanne and we're going to see the whole racism story arc yada yada about what she said about Carrie with a K but it's not it doesn't work out it doesn't this dynamic of all against one isn't interesting and also the weirdness between Leanne and Deandra was covered last season yeah it's like aren't we over that and and it's like you're not really on either side I'm not really on either side of it necessarily it's like I'm, you're just over it you right. know you're just sort of like over it and I'm not sure Carrie has connected the new Carrie has connected for me I kind of no she hasn't I kind of miss Carrie Duber oh my god completely you know like she kind of played both sides in a great way um yeah I'm, not, I'm just not sure the casting I know I saw that they they're out for casting again they posted something about casting for the next season so do you think it's to add someone new or replace I don't know that Carrie's gonna be back I kind of hope that they I would I would not be against her not coming back and them adding two and one of them would be Carrie Duber or two new people you know either way yeah you know I think either way I think like you said like it's a little bit deja vu mm-hmm. and so I think we need to change it up kind of a lot even though I do like a lot of them individually um 
totally agree. And I feel like it's surprising to me, but I am okay with it that they're not canceling Dallas. No, I mean, I, I, I think Dallas has. It proved last year it has a lot of potential. Right. It, it, it reached a pinnacle last year, and I thought it was going to continue going up just like Potomac did. And unfortunately, right. Potomac skyrocketed. Yeah. Not unfortunately about that. So happy about that. But unfortunately, no, but Dallas did not Dallas. go that way. And, um, it, and it just feels like it's so obviously flawed this yeah, season. The, the trajectory is not there. Um, I don't know. It's just like it's – there's just no – there's not that much buzz. And it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's tough because it still hasn't pr- – totally 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 proven itself as uh whereas i think potomac is in it to win it it is a beloved franchise at this point it's not underrated anymore it's not you know whatever but i think and they start at the same time so that's why i can that's why i always kind of compare them Mm -hmm. to each other um but yeah i i'm hoping i mean it looks like we're going to get into like some tricky places at the rest of the season in dallas but i'm i need next season to be a lot different yeah, they're gonna I, have I, to really reshuffle the deck. Yeah, a I do bit. really love it at its core. I just, it's not, it's not connecting this year. I feel like keep Leanne, keep Stephanie, keep Cameron, keep Brandy, mm-hmm. Deandra. I would I'd, say keep, yeah. but oh, we need think? a different. I actually don't know if we need. I think we need a different more. dynamic. But like, I think that she's too hung up on it. You know, I like, I like, you know, can we keep Mama D? No. <laughs> can we keep Mama D? Um, God, that conversation a couple episodes ago was like rough, tough stuff. Rough, tough stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I I agree. I think we're just you know I think everyone's hoping for a change next year for for Dallas because I think they deserve another chance. I don't think it's like been like a complete waste, but um, and it is a good show. Yeah, at it its is. Core, I mean, Leanne. Know. I mean, we, they have we so know many. There's there's stars. There are stars on this on this show. Yeah, Leanne's a star. Are. Cameron is is a reality star. Stephanie's a star. Brandy's hilarious. Like, you know. There, there, there are the ingredients there, but not not all the right ones. God, I yeah. really hope they fucking mix that shit together. I think they will. Um, like, like we're gonna stir the pot. I'm gonna stir the pot with Teresa, just like I they need to stir the pot with Dallas. Please give them some oh marinara and some, <laughs> some salt s- and extra pepper, <laughs> and call it a goddamn day. Oh my god. Um, guys, I had a long satchel about OC, and I know I think how you need to say it. I think ugh, it's so long. Oh really? Uh, it is. Ex- oh my god, you guys, I'm watching her scroll. Yeah, it, it is. Ex- is. Ex- it's an extensive satchel. So <laughs> I, I'm gonna. We're gonna cover on um the next ag uh all things tamra versus the Mm. group and um tamra and ryan because i think it's a conversation it's just a longer conversation conversation, it's a deep conversation Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to just like gloss over it i want to get it right so um stay tuned for that on a coming up soon wow look at this AJ. like this satchel tease that you got I for the know, next episode it's crazy you know Th- this might be a tactic that you can like use going um, forward like I hey we have this it. really 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 long <laughs> satchel but i'm only gonna tell you <laughs> if you buy some <laughs> so there you go um gibson johns tell the people how to follow you on twitter and instagram and whatnot yes i have the same handle on twitter and instagram gibsonoma g-i-b-s-o-n-o-m-a and you have the best screenshots i like you know, yeah, yeah I, I am an incessant live tweeter. Oh, it's so um, good. It's so good. And I try to do good screenshots live. Yes. Um, yeah. So if you want <laughs> a lot of live tweets oh uh, my God. several nights a week, hit me up. Yes. Um, 
and we'll both be at BravoCon this weekend. Oh my god, and I, like, I can't wait to see your panel. I got I know. so lost it's in this tomorrow. dissection of, oh my god, of, our, of our beloved housewives. Yeah, this was a um, nice little... It was a nice reprieve, I yeah. think. Um, but yeah, well, I think, you know, I think everything will go swimmingly this weekend, and hopefully some good, hopefully some good tea comes out of it. I'm just like, you know, I... Yes. I, I think there's, there's... Uh, you know, the ingredients are there again for, for something fun to happen. And come God out willing. And guys, Instagram at Dame Galley, Twitter at Sarah Galley. Uh, I am going to be doing so much social media throughout so tweeting, much. Instagram storying, crazying, crying, sassing, and LOLing. So follow that <laughs> journey. If you're listening to this episode after BravoCon, because for some ungodly reason, you don't subscribe to this app and listen to the new episode as soon as it's posted hmm. um just a alert that i will be saving some of those extra sassy um moments you know stories and whatnot on a highlight on my ig so don't you worry you oh, can we're hitting it all we are hitting we're it all giving it's, them it all we are giving you so many options and you know it's gonna be a weekend mm-hmm I can't wait to have you back Let's on. Cheers with our tea and oh our my God. water. Yes. Did you get that OVP fake um, sparkly I sangria did. from Pepsi? The did you try it? No, that is a collector's item if I've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> that that shit is sitting on my desk in its box, in its pink fur lined box. So does it say Lisa Vanderpump on it? They said. Does it say like Vanderpump? Uh, I know it's, it's inspired it's, it's, it says by BravoCon. I don't think it says Vanderpump on it. Because Pepsi is one of, is the big sponsor of BravoCon, oh, and they okay. sent me an email and they told me it was Lisa Vanderpump inspired to expect it in the mail. So, wow. yeah, that that is not coming open until <laughs> you know what? Here's what I'll say: yeah. If Lisa Vanderpump ever returns to Real, Real House of Beverly Hills, we are having a premiere party and yes. we're drinking some non-alcoholic sparkling. I day. cannot wait to die after ingesting <laughs> that refined sugar. That we will open in probably like that about two to three years. Date. It's gonna be about two to three years for now. So maybe don't put it in the fridge. Maybe <laughs> hold off. Um, you know, LVP. Some people call chili. So I think Ooh, a nice cold a nice... non-alcoholic <laughs> soda. I mean, this just took a turn. Guys. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, shout out to all the dogs. Um, at Pump Lucy, dogs. Lucy, 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 Lucy. God, Lucy. wouldn't it be what great if it? we had a panel with her? Oh just to really God. talk just... about her experience, her adoption journey, that, getting that a name a, change. That would be a tearjerker. It really would. What really happened with Dorit? Yeah, can you imagine if what Dur- really happened? Can you imagine if Dorit Kemsley in her beautiful oh my God, like a face off? Like a face off. If she got a call from Bravo HQ and they were like, Dorit, we'd love to have you at BravoCon, but unfortunately we just don't have any room and we're giving three hours to Lucy Lucy. There's nothing we can do. That would set out the biggest venue. It would be. If they had a photo booth of just us and we could pose with Lucy Lucy, like fucking Angry Cat or whatever the fuck that thing was, rest in peace. And then like. A big radar online oh, uh, logo on the step and repeat Please. with like, I don't even know, like that. Oh, mm. And just anonymous and some diamonds. I'm, I that would. I mean, now we're just, I think we could do a whole other episode where we just kind of like come up with our dream, you know, situations for BravoCon 2020. Oh my God. I can't wait to have you back on immediately so we can break down oh, let's do it. all things from this weekend. Yeah. Guys, love you to bits. Um, enjoy. Bye, and we will talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye.